Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck uh, were already engaged, but their wedding still seemed like kind of a spur-of-the-moment thing. And according to sources, it's because Jen didn't want to give Ben a chance to skip out. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's been ready to get married since the night he proposed. She wanted to lock this down and remove any chance of cold feet. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, listen, they, they got back together after like 20 years. Mm. Is that why she wanted to lock this? That doesn't seem like a very confident move. And it seems like it should be the other way around because on the scale of weddings and divorces, I think Jennifer still leads that pack. Ben right. was married once, I believe, only to... Uh, Jennifer Garner? Yeah, I think so, unless he was married before. He's had a lot of high-profile relationships. Had a lot of girlfriends, but yeah, he... Uh, and, and I think jlo has been married at least four times, I think. Anyhow... There's some uh, friction in there because Ben's 16-year-old daughter, Violet, did not attend the wedding because she's loyal to her mom, Jennifer Garner. Okay. Supposedly they are going to have a big party on Ben's property in Georgia within the next few weeks to celebrate the whole deal. So there you go. Stallone is uh, in a fight. Rocky's fighting once again, but he's fighting with producer Erwin Winkler. For hoarding the rights to the franchise. Now, if you watch all of the Rocky movies, you'll see the name from the first one right through to the last. Erwin Winkler as the producer. He's the guy who put up the original money, I guess, for Rocky when nobody else would. Okay. Back in the day, if you remember the stories of Stallone really struggling to get that film made because he was a nobody. And had no real uh, cred in the industry. Huh. And this Erwin Winkler... Put some faith in him and threw the money in. And he's been hoarding the rights to the franchise, says Stallone, ever since. It's gotten so bad on Saturday, Stallone uh, posted a picture of Winkler with his head on a snake's body and a knife blade coming out of his mouth. Wow. But uh, what's interesting is recently, remember we get down that YouTube rabbit hole, we saw Henry Winkler Mm -hmm. talking about... His relationship with Sly mm-hmm. and that he originally had pitched Rocky as a TV movie mm-hmm. when he was back in his happy days. I wonder if there's any, is there any relation to these I, Winklers? I don't know if Erwin and Henry are, are related at all. They might very well be. And then maybe that's how that all came together. Ah. Hmm. Um, Stallone says, I would really like to have at least a little of what's left of my rights back before passing it on. To only your children, I believe that would be fair, a fair gesture from this 91-year-old gentleman. This is a painful subject, he says, that eats up my soul because I want to leave something of Rocky for my children. Then yesterday, he posted a picture of Winkler and his family as vampires. Wow. Yeah. And said, we are all very happy the family are staying healthy and very bloody well fed off the Italian stallion while controlling all of the Rocky films for almost 50 years. Bon appetit. Like, Henry Winkler's father's name is Harry Irving Winkler. I don't know that his parents were involved in the... Uh, I don't know. There's no word of that. But yeah. I don't know. Very interesting. Yeah. We shall see. Um, there's an actress by the name of Miriam Margulies. She's best known for playing Professor Spout in the Harry Potter movies. But back in 1999, she was in a horror flick called End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And she really didn't enjoy it. She says... He farted in my face. <laughs> she says, Is that wrong? She says, I fart. Of course I do, but I don't fart in people's faces. He did it deliberately right in my face. 
She added, it wasn't on film, it was in one of the pauses, but I haven't forgiven him for it. She goes on to say, Arnold was a bit too full of himself. <laughs> well, after that fart, oh, he, he, he wasn't, wasn't so full. No. That was his problem. <laughs> he had to get rid of it. That is a pretty rude thing to do. <laughs> Arnold seems to be a little more cultured now. You think? As he's aging. And this will be something you want to spend your hard-earned savings for your kid's university on. The world's first Harry Styles college course is available. The course is called Harry Styles and the Culture of Celebrity, Identity, the Internet, and European Pop Culture. Oh, my goodness. The professor said it'll be like a history class. His students will study Harry's music and movies and create their own podcast. Oh, for the good love of God. <laughs> Let me off this spinning ball. I need to get off. I'm dizzy. Well, here's a fellow who's not getting his pilot's license anytime soon. A 35-year-old student pilot ran out of fuel on Friday while flying without an instructor. Oh, no. That's not good. And had to land a single-engine plane on a highway. And the problem was, it turned out he was drunk. <laughs> well, with the chaos that is airlines these days, he probably could still land a job as a pilot. So he was fueled. The plane wasn't. Right. Yes. Um, it said some student pilots can fly by themselves as long as their instructor okays it. So maybe you got to be uh, a yeah. certain way down the... At some point, you got to solo. Yeah. 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 But uh, obviously flying while intoxicated uh, isn't okay. No. It was around 2.30 in the morning and the highway was empty and he managed to land the plane without hitting any cars. He crashed into a guardrail and only suffered minor injuries. Then a truck driver used a rig to block the road so no one could crash into him. Okay. The truck driver says that when he got out of the plane, he smelled like alcohol and was slurring his words. Oh, jeez. He hugged her and said he was glad he didn't hurt anyone. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> It used to be on Dairy Road down by the airport. There was a little, and it's probably still there, a little ice cream place. I think it was called Paps. I want to say it was called Paps. And there was uh, just this kind of low chain link fence on the other side of the road. And you would sit and have an ice cream and you'd watch the planes come in. This okay. was something that you did at Pearson when I was a, a young fellow. We'd ride our bikes actually down because we were living in Bramalee. So we weren't that far away. We'd ride our bikes down. I want to say on the other side, on Airport Road, there's actually like a Wendy's you can just sit at and sit in the parking lot, and they'll be right mm -hmm. over your head, too, if they're on a certain runway. And, of course, the great golf course you worked at was terrific. Royal Woodbine was like yeah. that, too, yeah. But I remember sitting there with my parents having an ice cream, and this little single-engine plane came wobbling in, and it, the tires just caught the top of the chain-link fence, and it just... Hit the deck, like oh. hit the grass, sat there. So we're like just, you know, because we're on the other side of the road, we're having our ice cream. He was a little bit into the field. He caught the fence and it you know, took a second to come down. But he just dropped like a rock. And um, it was about, a, I don't know, a minute or so maybe. And this guy falls out of this little single engine plane, literally had to be hammered because he just is walking sideways across the field, literally just left the plane sitting there. Oh. This was the 70s. <laughs> Different time. What's the fastest you've ever gotten a job and then lost that job, either because you quit it or got fired? I, I, I've had a string of them. I mean, I've had some bad jobs. 
Uh, I I sold suitcases door to door that lasted a day. Wow. Uh, I couldn't take it. You did? Yeah, like maybe right out of high school. I answered some ad in the paper that was like, do you like rock and roll? You want to party and make money? And I just thought, (laughs) well, yes. (laughs) That's neat. They know me. I'm 18. Of course I want to do that. And their idea of rock and roll was in some industrial strip plaza. And their idea of rock and roll was like a bad stereo cranked to 12, <laughs> playing uh, whatever rock of the day at that moment was. And that was supposed to get us pumped to get into this white panel van and go around and sell suitcases door to door. Wow. Oh, it was the worst. Didn't sell one piece of Samsonite. Uh, and then I lost a job selling ice creams in the mall because I couldn't make change. <laughs> Someone would buy an ice cream for three dollars and forty-five cents. They'd give me a twenty. I'd give them forty-eight bucks back. <laughs> I lost a job at a pizza joint when I burnt my hand and got caught shoving it in the frozen right. pepperoni. I've heard that. Oh, <laughs> one disaster after another. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I don't think I've ever gotten one and lost one that quickly. Even a couple of little odd ones that I've given up on. <laughs> and then one odd one that I stuck around with for 20 years. Yeah. Well, my life in the employment game has been just a train wreck for, for most of it. I think of any. I had a summer job washing dishes when I was 15 up in Halliburton. And I stuck with that, although I hated every second of it. People are so gross. They, they just leftover food on a plate. Right. When it's not your own or I worked your the family. dish pit, too. Oh. Right. It's so gross. It's so funny how we get so grossed out, like, by things like that. Somebody else's leftover mashed potatoes. But our own is fine. It's like going to the bathroom. My poop is great poop. <laughs> your poop is gross. It, it's, we all operate that way. Anyhow, most people said, over a 1,000 people were asked, and uh, more than one in four said they lasted less than one month at a job. That that seemed to be the like the right. off a month. A few said that less than a day, but most said, "Yeah, I had a job for a month." Wow, a yeah. day. Sometimes I'm not. Listen, the suitcase thing. You, you get into something, you don't know what it is. Right. <laughs> not a lot of door to door salespeople anymore. You know, we're just not trusting of anybody. Like I saw a couple of young guys. They were pushing some cart. That was like a quick kind of uh, uh, sealer for your driveway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, but for some reason, they were parked outside of my joint. Well, because you've seen my driveway. It's like the Grand Canyon. Right. So, but they just sat there for more than what I felt was an appropriate time to be hanging out. Yeah. And right away, I'm suspicious. Yeah. What are these guys up to? <laughs> Meanwhile, they were just waiting for the truck to come around and get them. Yeah, yeah. that's what they do. They, 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 they kind of like the same guys who like aerate your lawns, yes. right? Yeah. Like <laughs> they, they train them all for like 15 minutes mm-hmm. and then give them a cart and send them around. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so off you go. Yeah, you know, out the out the door. Nobody wants anybody knocking at the door for, oh. for anything anymore. They still like. Remember, they used to do the like, college pro painters. They used to get yes. summer students. Yes. And have them paint all summer long. Yeah. Again, train them for 15, 20 minutes, <laughs> slap a brush. Like Mr. Miyagi with the karate kid. Here oh, you go. Yeah. Up, down, off we go. <laughs> <laughs> do you find yourself losing your temper in the parking lot when you're uh, trying to park your car or get out of the lot? I, I don't find myself losing my temper a lot, but... Uh, That's reserved for home. Yeah, if if I'm if 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 I'm gonna jump on and and get angry, a lot of the times it's in the car behind Mm. the wheel, or frustrated at least. Yeah, with other people. Yeah, we really go from zero to a thousand fast when somebody 
when we deem that somebody has done us dirty in the parking lot. I was in a parking lot of Costco yesterday, and I didn't see the incident that happened, but it was the other uh, other side of the lot. Mm. But I just heard the honk, <laughs> and it wasn't just like the like the one blast, like "Hey, you got my way." Mm. This guy proceeded to pull out and follow someone for at least a minute. Wow, just holding down the horn. And I kind of wanted to wait and see what, what the reaction was. Is someone going to stop and get out at this point? Like, what's this going to lead to? There's there's fault on both sides. One, he didn't have to get that angry. I mean, I don't know what exactly uh, likely, sentiment to that Likely he got cut off, right? Yeah, like, probably. But, you know, again, like my golf ball story the other day, sometimes just a wave and a, an acknowledgement yeah. that you were wrong yeah, we make settles mistakes. everything. Right. But we don't even want to do that. Yeah. We just now, we just cower and get away as fast as we can. Right. But if you're just willing, like sometimes, okay, I say I'm in the right lane and I realize all of a sudden, oh, geez, I got to get in the left lane to turn. You know, if I put on my indicator, some guy is generous enough to slow up to let me crawl over, the window down, hand up. Right. Just the acknowledgement of thank you. It's funny, though, because there's a lot of people who flip the bird automatically, yeah. right? Like, even when they're in the wrong, yeah. if you point it out to them yeah. and honk, yeah. like, they're, they're, they're gone. They're off the deep end. Yeah. Flip it out. Oh, you, yeah. They were in the wrong. That's right. And they bloody well know it. That's right. But don't, don't, you don't have to point it out. Yeah. This happened the other day. We were uh, we were heading north uh, up Fixin, heading out to uh, Lake Ridge. And you know as you uh, go up Fixin and then it curves around and then it brings you out onto 12 and then you make the quick left onto Brawley? Right. This is all northern uh, Durham for those who don't know. Um, so coming southbound on 12, there are two left-hand turn lanes there. One for, I think, a side street maybe and then just south of that, the other left for fixing. Gotcha. I'm making the left onto Brawley, waiting. Cars coming south, cars coming south. This car goes flying into the first left-hand turn lane to get to the second gotcha. left-hand turn lane. I knew what he was doing, but it was an a-hole move because I was trying to make a left, and he should have gone past and then over. Right. right? So what do I do? Hammer on the horn. <laughs> the window's already down. Because <laughs> that's what we do. That's what we do. And I, and I think we do it because we know, like, 99.9% of the time, that person in the other car is not going to take the time to, to like, usher in any consequences right. for you, right? That's right. Right? Like, you can, you can get it off your chest with no repercussions whatsoever. Yeah. No, right? for sure. Had that guy turned around, <laughs> followed you, oh, I'd be and stopped, you, you, you wouldn't know what to do. He's a young guy, too, so he can beat the crap out of right. me, I'm sure. Anyhow, tips. Let's, let's go over, shall we? A little, uh, little, uh, little moment to refresh ourselves on parking lot etiquette. Okay. Like, first and foremost, don't park in a handicapped spot. I mean, unless you're handicapped, of right. course. Right, absolutely. Although, someone pointed out, too, that it is not cool if you are parking in a handicapped spot, but the person who's actually handicapped is staying in the car. <laughs> That's a good point. People call that stunt. The seniors do that a lot. Right, yeah. And I've told you my contempt for the seniors. The pleading ignorance. Oh, they love to play that card anytime they can. Don't block the flow of traffic waiting a long time for a spot, especially if you're just randomly waiting and no one's backing out anywhere nearby. Right. Or be on the ready to move all the time. People yeah. who just stand in the middle is yeah. pretty annoying. Right. Don't park so you're taking up multiple spaces. That's just rude. Right. Oh, 
<laughs> Anything you'd like to get off your chest, oh, Mikey? You know, fine. You know what? <laughs> it's been bugging me for a while. <laughs> oh, it eats them alive. We we share a parking lot in this building. There are like two tenants, mm-hmm. and none of them are airlines at this airport. <laughs> uh, there's a radio station, and then there's now bylaw. Yeah, right. Uh, bylaw office, and uh, for the city of Oshawa, and for some reason. These bylaw people who have, you know, recently taken over mm-hmm. uh, have decided that they are going to park in all the spots as close as they can to the building mm-hmm. when they bring their cars back in. But they are going to park however the hell they want to park. The bylaw, doesn't, the laws don't apply to them. There are others in this building who are so protective of their parking spot oh, geez. that, you know, they are miffed that they're in that spot. Yeah. I've gotten rid of that. I, I, You've let it go? I've let that part go. The only problem I have is, and it usually happens with one of these big, like, pest control vans that right. they have for bylaw, right. is that this dude cannot find the two lines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, if Stevie Wonder is parking his car for him. Perhaps Ray Charles. Yeah. But you're a bylaw officer. Can you call bylaw on bylaw? Is that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing. Like, I've wanted to write a note, and I've talked about this for some time <laughs> off the air. <laughs> that I just want to say, dude, you are bylaw. Yeah. Like, you're parking. It literally says parking enforcement on your car, and you're one of the worst parkers I have ever seen. Like, this parking lot outside of, uh, of the radio station, it's, it's probably like two football fields Long. Not even. One. One football field? Yeah, one football It's field. a lot of parking spots. It's enough. And, and it's well, for the fact that there's all of about 10 people in the building, yes. Well, it's funny because on one side of it, you know, it says Durham Radio Parking. We're, here's the, the rub a little bit. We're not even parking where we're supposed no. to park. No. We so are. we're breaking the law. Right. Uh, according to the Oshawa Airport, and have gotten away with it for so long. Right. I mean, I don't know you and others in here even got miffed when uh, people who were here all day long got assigned parking spots. Right. In the again, in a lot that nobody parks in. Right. I know. Things empty ninety percent <laughs> of the time. <laughs> Some management had come and taken over, and they put their own assigned. Yeah. They took yeah. like the first six spots. Yeah, yeah. Well, that rubbed everybody here the wrong <laughs> and no way. No one parks there because you know the thing too is around this building. There's a lot of people who could use the extra walk <laughs> through the lot. <laughs> Wouldn't hurt. You know, and it's, it's funny because you just it's again, your own bubble. The way your life has rolled out for the longest time and so things become an interruption. You know, if anybody's listening right now who works, I don't know, at the corner of Young and Dundas, yeah. who has to pay 45 bucks a minute <laughs> and has to walk seven blocks yeah. to get to their office. Not a lot of sympathy. And we're boohooing. But listen, if you're paying that 45 bucks a minute, you get into that lot, mm. and those spots are already tight. Right. And some guy can't find a bloody spot. <laughs> whose job it is is to find people who can't find spots. Now that we got your blood pressure up, I want to share this <sighs> one, too, when it comes to parking lot etiquette, because I know this drives you crazy. Right. When you get in your car, leave and leave quickly. Oh, my goodness. What do people do? <laughs> like, are you checking receipts? Making love. Like, like putting on makeup, checking. Like, yeah. Get in your car and get out, especially if you know people are waiting. Always return your shopping cart. Don't just leave it lying around the lot. Right. Use your turn signals. Let people know what you're doing. Uh-huh. Follow the arrows. Don't go down the wrong aisle. And lucky, this one's for you. Don't wait for the perfect spot. 
if there's others available further back. I don't wait in it. I drive around and around <laughs> until that spot opens up. If there's not a spot between the the store yeah. and the cart return, I'm not shopping that day. Way back, way, way back before 2006 when the evilness that is Twitter was born, there was stuff happening in the early 2000s that had Twitter been there, it really would have blown up probably to a bigger deal than it was even at the time. Uh, an example would be Ashley Simpson caught lip syncing on SNL back in 04. Right, okay. Now remember, of course, it was a big story. And this is when you really only got stuff from like Entertainment Tonight or Current Affair or, or whatever. Yeah, or TV. Your, or yeah, pop culture newspapers and such. I guess I guess there was some probably online presence yeah, for Facebook would have been around by that point. Yeah. And I, I feel now, looking back all these years, I, I feel for Ashley Simpson because she really got caught off guard. If you remember, she was up there dancing and then the soundtrack or the uh, the voice track started and the band wasn't playing and it was just a it was a disaster and she ended up storming off stage. But her reaction to it is what yeah. kind of you know made it worse, right? She didn't know what to do, so she, she was just lost. danced awkwardly. Yeah, it was weird. But now, I mean, lip syncing is, you know, it's par for the course. I mean, auto-tune, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's you know, you see uh, some of these, I mean, because it's all just Las Vegas shows now. I mean, you'll see somebody like, um, I don't know, pick any name, and they, they're they up there literally with the microphone down by their side. Right. And their their vocals are, are happening. Like, right. They're not even hiding it anymore. Yeah. And poor Ashley basically got uh, shunned and kicked and out. Of wasn't, I don't even know if it was so much a lip sync because it was just a backing track yeah, that was there, it was a, that they were using that for timing, right? Maybe, yeah. Uh, something got screwed up. Somebody hit go before they were supposed to. And, right. And, uh, or it was the wrong song that started playing, I think it was a problem. Yeah. Uh, back before Twitter was around, this little incident in 03 would have made it a blow up. Uh, Madonna kissing Britney Spears and uh, Christina Aguilera at the MTV Video Music Awards. Oh, right, yeah. You know, too, when Michael Jackson dangled his son out of the hotel window in Germany. That wasn't on social media? Well, I guess maybe on... I remember seeing But photos. not on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, but no Twitter to talk about it. But again, maybe Facebook. Right. It was a big deal at the time. Oh, I, huge. I could still see it. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had the stupid thing covering the baby's face and dangling him out the balcony. I, I'm going to say something completely shocking about Michael Jackson. This is a strange dude. <laughs> Very, very odd cat. When Martha Stewart went to prison in 04 for insider stock trading. Right. Not on Twitter. Nope. Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction in the 04 Super Bowl. Yeah, a few people saw that. Can't let that one go, eh? It, It still comes up every now and then. Like when there was some documentary on somebody or something, and somehow that was related. I can't remember. I watched so many documentaries, but... The discussion was how Justin Timberlake, uh, Justin Timberlake took no shame over that. Like, it right. was all her. He's the one that ripped it open, but she was the, the guilty yeah. person, you know. Yeah. It's weird. He has since apologized. It's much like he apologized to Britney Spears because when they were dating in Quite Young, she was immediately seen as the uh, the scarlet letter, the, 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 you know, the woman who ended it and broke his heart. Right. Uh, Halle Berry became the first black woman to win an Oscar for Best Actress in a Leading Role in 02. Remember that? Sidney Poitier was there. Wasn't yes. It? Yeah. yeah. That would have made the Twitter uh, thingy mm, blow up. Arnold Schwarzenegger when he became the governor of California in 03. Uh-huh. 
Remember this one, when France wouldn't support the U.S. in uh, Iraq in 03, and so people tried to rename French fries Freedom Fries. Right, that's right. <laughs> How'd that work out? Seems like a lot of people who are now involved in the freedom rallies <laughs> spend a lot of time eating nothing but Freedom Fries. <laughs> in 05, when Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston called it quits, that would have made the Twitter world lose their collective mind. Do you use Twitter? Like, like uh, I mean, we have it for work purposes. To but... promote the show, and that is it. Yeah, That is it, and that is all. Uh, I go on it maybe twice a day to see if there's any notifications on people hating on us. And uh, <laughs> and occasionally, because of the show and you want to stay a little uh, current, I'll look down the trending side, see yeah. if anybody's uh, kicked the bucket or something's going on that yeah. we need to talk about the next day. But I'll do that. I use it quite a bit, I, I, and I fall down the rabbit holes of, of, of different political sides of it. Mm -hmm. But but for the most part, it's for sports and keeping up with trades and tracking yeah. and free agent signings these days. The problem is, like I said jokingly earlier, but somewhat serious, I, I, if, if it disappeared, if for some reason it, uh, the world came together and said, look, this social media experiment is dividing us, it's doing nothing but harm, it's got to go, and everybody said, we got to take a vote, do we outlaw it or do we keep it? I'd firmly put my ink in the outlaw side of it. Outlaw? 100%. See wow. you later. Internet can stay, social media, and everybody chiming in with their stupid opinions on everything have to go. Right. Listen, I will read journalists in, in, in magazines and newspapers, and I will listen to experts, and I will follow the news. But Benny living in his mom's basement, chiming in on ridiculous stuff is what is ruining all of this. Or what would happen if, like, you couldn't comment on social media posts? Mm. Right? Like, you could only post things, but not comment on But then them. the worst people could post horrible things, and you couldn't fight them back on Right, them. I guess. It could just go. I Listen, here's the thing. I have my little bubble. And within that little bubble are people I love and the people I associate with. You stay in your bubble. I don't care about your bubble. <laughs> I'm going to burst your bubble. I, you did years ago. I don't care about anybody else's opinion. I don't care what you think. I don't want to know what you think of anything. And this is really evident with all of the vaccines. If you don't want it, don't take it. If you want it, take it. Just shut up with all the conspiracy stuff and all the stupidity. So, yes, ink firmly in the side of okay. no more social media. You? Uh, well, I'd have to get a magazine subscription to poop again. I don't know <laughs> what I'd do. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.